This podcast is powered by The Plug. Yo, what's good, ladies and gentlemen? You already know what it is. It's the Life is Dope podcast. <laughs> I'm your host, Davey. I like where you started out, man, because I was about to just talk about my chai tea real quick. <laughs> <laughs> this shit done changed my life. I ain't never had chai tea before. Really but, talk about it. Yeah, it's graffiti. Life is Dope podcast. How you feeling, bro? Man, I'm feeling amazing, man. I got my knees covered for like the first time. Yeah, nigga, you ain't, uh, you ain't got your knees out. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a miracle. I wouldn't even have noticed that. So you feeling different? Yeah, man. I got I have boots on, too. So, you know, I'm like I'm All like right. feeling a little bit dressed up a little bit, you know. Change man. You're a changed man, man. But uh, I'm, I'm good out here. I was sick for a minute, but I'm back. Uh, Denver fucking with my allergies, though. Hey. Man, springtime is killing me. But as y'all can see, we got another special guest in the building. Crazy run. Crazy run right now. All right, man. So we're just going to get straight to it. The Nuggets is out here whooping ass right now. Man, for the first time in a long time. <laughs> the Nuggets is out here whooping ass. Nice. And nice. as a proud fan, this is this is an honor to have this man right here. This is a star guard for the Denver Nuggets, number 14. Y'all get it up for my man Gary Harris. Hey. Yo, 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 what up? What's up, bro? How you feel? Man, I can't complain, man. I'm blessed. Shouts to y'all. Y'all been going back and forth with the uh, Warriors for that one seed Man, pretty much shit. all season. It's been, it's been a run. You know, we down the last seven games, so trying to finish strong, man, get ready for these playoffs. Word, word, word. Let's talk about that. Let's get the sports talk out the way, and then we'll get to, to, to some good shit. <laughs> so, playoff mode, like, y'all y'all are definitely clinched. We in there. What's the mindset like right now? Man, it's crazy. Like, you know, we, we all excited, you know, especially, like, the team we have. You know, when I got here, <laughs> We nobody was coming to the games, not even close. You know, we fifty wins. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. it's a great feeling, but I feel like we all locked in. We trying to go in the playoffs, playing our best ball. Um, we still fighting for that number one seed, so you know it, it's fun, but uh, it, it's a grind. It's a grind for sure. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, we we certainly know that you know the the Warriors they 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 have another level that they're going to take it to in the playoffs. The uh, the Rockets they have another level that they're going to take it to in the playoffs. So what are some of the things that we can look forward to with the with the Nuggets? Is there is there another level we, for the Nuggets? Shit, we trying to take it to another level as well. Hey, um, you know it's playoffs. You know this it's the best time of the year. You know when to go home and you know we looking forward to it. Uh, you know a lot of us it's our first playoff action, but we excited, we hungry, and uh, right. you know it's gonna be fun. And, and you pretty, we pretty much we have what the Spurs and the Thunder fighting for what seventh and eighth place. What if the playoffs start today? What we would be looking at the Spurs. If the playoffs start today, I think we'll be playing the Spurs. Yeah. OKC eight right now. Spurs seven. I think the Clippers might have jumped all the way to five right now too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe Clippers, Utah. You know they they've been back and forth, but man, you know, it's, I, go, it's gonna go down to the end of the season for yeah. sure. Yeah. As a fan, it's tough. It's tough because I want to see Denver OKC first round because I feel like y'all got OKC's number. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's regular season. You know, playoffs is a yeah. different breed. You know, it, first of all, it's hard enough to beat a team four times in the regular season and to do it again. Right. In the, you know what I'm saying, the postseason. It's definitely possible, but, you know, it doesn't matter. I mean, we're going to have to, you know, win 16 games. We want to win a championship anyway. So Absolutely. It's, uh, it's just a matter of staying the course and whoever we get, man, we're going to be ready for Word. What do you think it is about this specific Nuggets squad and this this lineup this season? Whatever it is, that's just clicking. Cause like y'all balling I out mean, right now. We like playing with each other. I mean, we got a young, fun squad. You know, with a mix of vets, and you know, it, it's 
it's fun. So yeah. we go out there, we really have fun each and every night. You know, we Get play for fun. each other. And, yeah. uh, and especially when you're winning, you know, everything's everything's better when you're winning, for sure. Absolutely. The city feel better when y'all winning. So oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's certainly a vibe because the, the Broncos, man. We ain't going to talk about it. But, yeah, the, the city feel good when y'all win. <laughs> but, man, let's get into uh, to, to you a little bit, man. Pause. Is steroid use ruining professional sports? Steroids? I think it's a good thing. Look what it's done to our baseball players. Roger Clemens, my man, he can throw a ball 380 miles an hour. Steroids. After 20 years? That's a bad motherfucker. I think there should be a whole new league where you can have all the steroids you want. Who cares if you grow another foot? You got three fucking feet? Run, motherfucker. I spent $700 for a basketball game. I don't see a motherfucker fly. Let them all have steroids. Boxing. I want to see somebody knock that motherfucker's head off. I want to see a hockey player eat the fucking puck. I'm going to tell you who needs some steroids. The soccer player. Three fucking hours. The score is one to one. Give him some steroids. I want to see the score 115 to, to 150. I'll pay to see some shit like that. But you need steroids. I'm going to get me some fucking steroids. I want to be able to bang, bang, bang a girl for about two years. Knock a motherfucker out. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. And give them to the people going over there in that rack. Give them some steroids. That should have been over there. Steroids. Let's go home. We done killed everybody. Come on. <laughs> um, just your journey to the league and just, you know, how you how you actually made it to the NBA. Just a lot of people, a lot of younger athletes and people out there listening like, damn, man. Like, it's crazy, though, because if you ask my pops, he tell me I should be playing football. He want me to play football, you know, in college. Um, I played two sports growing up. Um, grew up in Indiana. Uh, my mom played in the WNBA. She was a basketball coach. I've been around the game since I was young. And um, it's always been a passion of mine, but football was my first passion. I grew up in Tennessee at the beginning. We started playing tackle football in, like, first grade. I was physical. I was rough. We came to Indiana. Third grade, I had to play flag football for a year. So it was, like, it was different. But, yeah. it like, that, like, that's where my physicality came from. You know, I was real physical at a young age. And, you know, I kind of just used that on the basketball court. And I ended up getting better as I progressed through high school. And junior, senior year, I'm like, they talking about, Rankings in the country, I messed around being McDonald's All-American. I'm like, man, I might be able to run with this basketball thing. And uh, I got to Michigan State. First year, you know, was – I didn't know what to expect, you right. know, mm-hmm. playing under Tom Izzo. Crazy, fun, had a great time. Michigan State, the college experience, and it was great. And I had a decision to make, you know, after my freshman year, if I wanted to go to the league – and go to college and me personally I knew I wasn't ready I wanted to stay in college you know I had too much fun in college I wanted another year so uh but it helped me mature more as a man and uh especially on and off the court and after that second year I was ready to get up out of there yeah so what do you think it it, it takes to actually get into the league is it just about being good at basketball or is there is it more networking that's involved nah it's you first you know it's about, you know, skill. you got to be able to play. Um, okay. you got to have a love for the game. I mean, a lot of people like to play basketball, but, you know, are you really trying to put in that work every day, you know? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that's talented, but right. are they making those necessary sacrifices mm-hmm. to get where they need to go? And, you know, it's just a matter of, you know, prioritize, prioritizing, you know, what you think is important and what you want to do in your life, and you just got to have that drive, that determination. Mm-hmm. But don't get me wrong, some, some niggas is, is just gifted. And they <laughs> they was born to go to the NBA, but other people, you know, you got you got to you got to work for that. Yeah, yeah. Do they kind of? Uh, I I guess for lack of a better term, do they like 
do they like breed you to to get into the NBA? Or do they or like like train you in the sense of? I think like that's what it is like, like now. I think people are too busy trying to breed kids to go to the NBA, like mm. trying to put that on like if a kid don't want to go to the NBA you can't force him to you know be something he don't want to do you gotta it gotta be a self-drive self-determination and uh you know I think that's that's what it was for me Mm. you know I I had the opportunity you know to do be able to go play both sports I was was opportunity to play you know college football if I wanted to and I wanted to play basketball I wanted to get better at basketball I wanted to you know take that next step to get to the league and you know I had to put in the work work so once you got to the league and you just made that transition officially. Just what was the main thing that changed for you personally? It was tough. You know, like my my first year, you know, I, I didn't play. I barely saw any tick, you know. And it was different from being, you know, growing up. I played the majority of the game. I started. I knew I was, you know, I was getting my looks. I knew I was one of the main guys. But right. the NBA thing, you get humbled real quickly. And you learn, you know, it's a, it's a whole new grind. You got to put yourself all over again. And, um, you know, I, I definitely had to do that. And, um, you know, gradually was just trying to continue to prove myself each year and just, you know, I'll prove that I belong now. But at first you got to let people know that you, you really belong in this league. Right, right, right. So socially, how did your, how did your life change? I mean, getting, getting drafted into the NBA and, and becoming, you know, a, a very well-known player. Everybody like, wanted some money. <laughs> Family and friends coming yeah, out of the wood, out of the I, woodworks. I changed my number a few times, man. But you know, it's a lot comes with it. Um, it is what it is. You know, some things. You know, I don't mind. Other things. You know, if we don't have that type of relationship, you know, you can't. You can't ask me that, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm always take care of those people that were there for me first, and you know. My family, my little brothers, my mother, my father, my close friends. But, you know, I got a close circle anyway, so I really didn't have to deal with too much. I, I dealt with some stuff, but I dealt with stuff I, I was able to just brush off. You know, that wasn't too bad. Was there ever a sense of survivor's remorse? Because I think any time, especially being young and black, any time we're successful, and sometimes we can't always take everybody with us. So was there any sort of, like, remorse for that or feeling bad or, like? I mean, you you get that. But at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, it, you can't you can't bring everybody. And you, you learn that quickly. And uh, there's no point in you really just trying to, you know, beat yourself up over about it because, I mean, at the end of the day, that's not going to change. You you know, you care what everyone thinks, you're going to – it's going to be tough right. mentally for sure. Right, right. So I think most importantly, these hoes. <laughs> Which <laughs> – once you get That's in the a league, crazy, crazy I'm, segue. I'm just saying, we talking how things change socially. Once you get I'm in the faithful, league, faithful man. I'm faithful. Man. Okay, I'm about I'm to faithful, say, are you in a relationship? Man. Yeah, I'm faithful, man. You Next know question, me. then. <laughs> like, like men don't cheat. Next question. Keep yes, going, sir. I know. I was distracted too. I seen Shorty walk in. I was like, uh, I seen the glare in your eye. I feel like, all right, these hoes. <laughs> you distracted as a podcaster, nigga. Be a, a NBA athlete, but yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm faithful just, black man right here. I'm yes, distracted with, with regular people money. Yeah, man. Shit. All right, next question. <laughs> yeah, we were um, we were actually talking about uh, before you got here. We were talking about the movie Us that just came out. <sighs> okay. We have dang, we have dang, so much has happened. You checked it out, Gary? I saw it this morning. Okay, I saw it this morning. How you feel about it? It's a. You know, Jordan Peele did his thing, you know. You know, you got to respect what he does, you know, you know, with his, you know, directing, producing, writing. You know, it's a, he has a hell of a talent. And, you know, 
got you thinking throughout the whole movie. You know, it got twisted mm-hmm. all the way to the end, man. And I'm still trying to dissect it right now. We was just talking yeah, about, about it. So say, like, I was about to say, what I do might you need think? to see it again just to get to know, you know, so I could really understand some things. But, you know, I thought it was a good movie. I absolutely need to see it again. Um, I got a few theories, but mm. let's see what you got, Dave. Man, yeah, yeah, like I was telling him, I, I think part of it could uh, could have to do with like the industrial, uh, the prison industrial complex. We mm. we, we see that they're I wearing that. red jumpsuits throughout the movie. We see that you know when they're when they're underground, they're imitating life, but they're not actually living life. Oh, okay. I like that theory, though. I was going with the whole Meek Shell and Hell, Hair at the Earth type vibe. Mm. You know what I mean? Like how you, I guess the same thing. Like you kind of you kind of sweep the lower class under the rug, mm-hmm. and they just going through the motions. Wow, you got the celebrities and blah, blah, blah up top, and we're trying to mimic who they are, and we really want their spot. It's, I don't know. There's a few different theories, but I think I got to check it out, too, man. Yeah, you got you to gotta, I got to sure. check it out. You ever, you ever thought about uh, entering that acting room while we on it? Man, I actually uh, just got done <laughs> shooting this commercial. I posted on my Instagram today. It's about to come out with UC Health. And, uh, you know, I feel like, I mean, you know, this hoop stuff, you know, once it, you know, I might be able to get a little acting, you know what I'm saying? We, we see how far we can take it, you know. Try to use some connects out in L.A., give me a little Hollywood, you feel me? Okay. We, we do see a lot of uh, ball players try and cross over into the music realm or the rap realm. You, uh, you, you got, got the G 16 ready? Nah, nah, I, I don't rap, man. I let my homies rap. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I, Let me find out. Squizzy got a mixtape <laughs> with, with G coming soon, man. Uh, yeah, <laughs> surprise everybody, out. huh? <laughs> nah, but yeah, if, if, if you ain't a rapper, don't do it, bro. Nah, no. Nah, I, I love I love rap. You know, I love listening to music, but, you know, I, I stay in my lane. You know what I'm saying? I, I hoop. Right. I hoop. I hoop. That's real. That's real. What else is going on in the world? It seems like... No matter how many weeks go by, I, we can't not talk about Jesse Smollett. Yeah, we can. We could just not talk about that nigga right okay, now. Okay, we could do. <laughs> oh, oh, how do we? Oh, how do we feel about Cardi B? Uh, <laughs> I saw Gary look away. I'm like, <laughs> man, that's all, all right. So we're not gonna say Cardi, okay. but just that subject in general. Is, Women, drug, and dudes. It's an interesting subject because I, I mean, it, flip, it flips the conversation though. Yeah, because you know, you used to seeing you know. You hate to see, not hear about it, but, you know, unfortunately, you know, people do sick shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, um, you know, don't wish that upon anyone. Right. But uh, just to, it's kind of interesting to see the conversation flip, you know, a girl doing it to a guy. Right. You, know you don't normally see nothing like that. So I think it's interesting, you know, to see. You know, it's going to be interesting to see how it play out. Media trained. Oh, wow. No, nah, so my out. thing, man, I ain't said nothing on social media <laughs> or nothing about it. Because it be getting annoying when everybody be arguing about the same shit. Right. But just in general, it ain't like somebody exposed her for this situation. This is something that she posted a while back, and it just came back. Right. So that's kind of my thing. It's like the same shit that gets you popping be the thing that <laughs> fans in the back, yeah, y'all wild. Yeah, we got <laughs> White people wild. Uh, the same thing that gets you popping be the same thing they try to cancel you. Right. Like we knew Cardi was on some wild shit. Like if you listen to her music. If you watch these IGs a while back, they come for you once you got money. Mm. So I'll, I'll, I'll bring that over to you. Man, now that all you're y'all kids, man, be careful you. on social media because they're going to bring that shit back up. Yeah. You know, if you don't feel comfortable, you know, saying that shit in front of your mother, mm. don't put it out there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, because, you know, unfortunately, you know, some people do make mistakes when they're younger and people do learn from their mistakes, but. 
you know, people don't care about that. They just care about what it says. You know what right. I'm saying? Don't care how long ago it was. That it's going to be in the news now. So you just you just got to be careful. Man, I've definitely have gone through Twitter and like gone through my old tweets from '09, and I'm like, yo, you got to delete your tweets yet? No. Man, what? Man, look, <laughs> don't even get me started on that, man. Dude was on my phone from high school playing on my phone, put out some tweets, you know. They brought that stuff up like two years ago. Uh, I'm talking about my phone going crazy. I, like, I wake up in the middle of the night thinking something happened. Yeah. Man, I get on my Instagram, no, my Twitter. Man, they are wilding over some stuff from one of my old tweets from high school that I did not tweet. But I'm like, yo. I had them go. I deleted everything. Deleted all my tweets until I got to the league. I'm like, nah, I'm not even going to deal with that no more. And, you know, it's like, man, people who know you, they know, you know, they know you. But, like, the other people, like, everybody want to make a joke. It's social media. You get it. But, like, nah, man, that shit ain't cool. Man, I I, I honestly think that cancel culture is just going to get to a point where once once you cancel everybody, then it's not going to matter anymore because it's it's like, who who are you going to cancel next? Who's left to cancel? I'm trying to figure that out now, bro, because, like, I said some wild shit on Twitter. Man. Man. But it's like I ain't even real. You know, you just be thinking out loud on Twitter or you'll be having a conversation with your friends and you get it. It's an inside joke or something. Yeah, but like, but, but they the don't public, get that. They, they don't, don't know. That's exactly what it is. So yeah. I'm like, when all this come back on me once I get a little bag, I'm like, I don't even. I just, you just got to live with it. Like, I don't even know how to defend that. Like, yeah. And at the end of the, the, the day, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's social media. So, you know, if you got tough skin, you know what I'm saying? Like, some people can get on social media to argue with people and talk to people. Some people just can't look at it. Something yeah. like I mean, it just depends on who you are. Like social media isn't for everybody, and it's it's giving you know people who normally wouldn't have a platform, you know, a platform to say things and be able to contact and reach people that they had no other you know way of getting in contact with. Right. Speaking of of, of social media and bullying and trash talk, so we we've seen what recently has happened with uh, Westbrook and the uh, the Utah Jazz fan. Has anything like that happened to you? Just, just some unruly fans just saying whatever. And but I, it, I guess what's the difference in between, general? In general, like yeah. fans feel like they can say whatever they want to you, and that they not going that they're okay, that they're safe. Mm-hmm. And like at the end of the day, we all humans. We all got feelings. We all got family. You know, we all got things we care about. Right. And how would how would they feel if you came to their job and start saying stuff like that to them? Right. Like I mean. I'd like me personally seeing another grown man heckle another grown man. That's weak to me. Yeah. Like, I can get you going to go in there and you know have your own opinion, watch the game and take it. You know, cheer for a team. But come on, to heckle a grown man, that be there as a grown man, do that. Like, come on, man. Who, right. That's that's not cool. And right. you know, I feel for Westbrook. And you know, that not just happened to him; it's happened to everybody in the league. Right. So it's like, you know. It is what it is, and you know the, the league has been doing a better job with it. But you know, people still think they can you treat gotta, you any type of way. Yeah, you, you gotta know. be a super weirdo to get front row seats to heckle somebody. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> and you, you got you got your kids right. What type of example you saying yeah, for your kid? Like, right. come on, man. And you're not pulling up to uh, McDonald's and heckling them on the fries, man. What? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I, might be, I might be heckling niggas at McDonald's, <laughs> but nah, man. Leave these athletes alone, man. They Ice cream machine down again. <laughs> <laughs> What's the wildest experience? I would say wild. What's the craziest thing that happened with you and the fan? Like, have you ever just had a situation where you just been out and a fan just got like over, like on the court, or just in general? 
You might be at the mall or something. Man, nah, I mean, just sometimes, you know, just getting your personal space, you know. Sometimes, you know, you get the excitement and, you know, you understand, but sometimes you got to give a man his personal space. Like, yeah. you know, you don't, somebody you don't know, you don't want them all up on you, touching you, trying to hug you. Like, for sure, like, take a picture or, like, you know, no problem with doing that. But, like, if a man with his family or he, you know, he doing something, like, right. he's not supposed to just stop what he's doing just to take a picture, just, you know, gotta have some some type of respect you know for the situation still boundaries yeah or, or e- and even like to build onto that I, I think even being a, a celebrity and well-known people feel like they know you to a degree so how does it feel like when millions of people feel like they know you you know they they know your your history your backstory Man, and you like, don't know me <laughs> i was about to say you kind of got Look, a mysterious vibe though nah, there's like, a lot of athletes just out i don't want to put everything you know i yeah. do like i'm not gonna put everything i do out on social media you know it's just some things in my life I like to keep private. And, you know, some, you know, it's just my preference, you know. Everybody's different, but then the day, like, I, I got to select few people who really know me. Mm-hmm. And it just depends on what side of me, you know, I'm showing. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. Uh, I think also um, switching gears a little bit. So we, we've seen how the, the NFL, how they treat, uh, I, I think, players when it comes to things like the, the national anthem. We've seen like protests and social justice be a, a big thing in uh, the NFL, um, uh, and of course the NBA isn't person isn't perfect. But when we see how the NBA treats their players and how they how they tend to stand up for social issues, it, it, they always seem to be on the right side of history. So seems like the NBA is more for the culture. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Would you agree? Um, you know, I'm not. I mean, you say anything me, against so. the NFL <laughs> or anything, but like, you know, it's a brotherhood, you know, when, you know, we all compete against each other, but at the end of the day, it's a very elite brotherhood and we got each other's backs. And, um, you know, no matter whether it's somebody getting injured or, you know, a social issue, like that sort of, th- those sort of things tend to like bring guys together. And, you know, I just think that that's what makes our league so, you know, such a fun and loving league because, you know, no matter how competitive or how crazy it can get, like, at the end of the day, you know, it's a brotherhood. Yeah. Do you feel like if you were to ever have, um, you know, to, to become more vocal or to have a, a particular social issue that you wanted to talk about, do you think the NBA supports you? Um, I think the NBA, you know, they're going to, you know, weigh their options, but they're not going to they're not gonna shut you down. They're going to they're gonna listen to you. Okay. You know what I'm saying? They're not going to just let anybody just do whatever, you know what I'm saying? But – you know, they, they'll they let you, you know what I'm saying, if if you've got a case, you know, they're, they're going to listen to you. And if it makes sense, you got other teammates to stand with you. They're going to um, they're gonna support you. They're not going to uh, say you can't do this, can't do that. But I just think they um, they do a great job of supporting the players. Mm. You know, especially, and I think it's the great that we got the, the Players Association. Uh, you know, they do a great job, you know, controlling a lot of that between the Players Association and, the, like, the league and the owners. So, you know, I think that's, our Players Association has been great. Michelle Roberts is, you know, phenomenal. That's awesome. Get back to the game real quick, real quick. So it's like a new wave of, of younger athletes coming in right now. It's really exciting. The pace of the game is changing. Who are some of your favorite players just as a fan just to watch right now? What you talking about, like college, NBA? College and NBA. College, man. Everybody, you know, Zion, man. Baby He's, Thanos, yeah. <laughs> man, that, that kid is unbelievable. Um Man, I, you know, I, I always thought he was good. You know, I thought he was really good. Like, 
But once he came back from injury, he went, what, 13 for 13 against Syracuse? I'm right. like, I said, man, this dude, the real deal. And, you know what I'm saying, I've been watching my Michigan State boys. We got Duke tomorrow. You know, hopefully we get that job done. You know, we're going to contain Zion. You know, my Michigan State boys, Cassius Winston, Big Ten Player of the Year, mm. having a hell of a year. Um, deserves more credit, I believe, you know, what he's done with this Michigan State team. Um, and in the league, you know, I love watching, like, hoop. Everybody in the league. I love, I love watching basketball, so that's, that's fun. I love, like, it's been harder for me to watch college, but when it comes to NBA, that, that's, that's where it is right there for yeah. sure. Who do you think is the best person on the team in 2K? 2K? It's <laughs> um, a good question. I don't know. It, I know Monte say he nice. Okay. MPJ. Uh, Brandon Goodwin. Them the, them the three that really be playing 2K. I play Madden, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Squizzy over there, we still need to play Madden. We might need oh. to go up there right now and play. But uh, uh, You nice with you know it? I mean, saying? everybody say they nice. No, nah, nice. I'm nice. I, no, nah, I'm nice. I'm okay. nice. I'm nice, uh, but 2K they got a 2K. I don't, I don't even step into 2K. I'm Madden, Grand Theft Auto. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if I'd be playing 2K if I was hooping for real. Like that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of weird. Man, I, I ain't played 2K since I got to the. I was so trash when I first got to the. I said I'm never playing this. Yeah. <laughs> I was mad talking shit to me when playing against me. I'm like, nah, that ain't it right there, man. That ain't it. That ain't it. Do you even play as your as yourself, or do you just create your own character? I don't even don't play. Even. Okay. No. Nope. Squizzy, is he better than you? And, and Madden? No. We're going we to have to see Look, that. We're going we, we gonna, we gonna to play. We're going to settle this for sure. I need to see Cook, too. Cook say he nice, can't, too. I can't talk. I'm, Everybody I'm trash said Cook Madden, but I got my money on Cook. I heard Cook is the best mm-hmm. so far. You play online? Anybody want to smoke? Uh, yeah, I'll be playing online. I play like when I when I be uh, chilling at the crib. You, you on know, Xbox I, I take it on the road. Yeah, Xbox? take my Xbox on the road. Um, my homie be online. I always play like one of my homies from back at home. He in New York, and we play all the time online. Uh, I play dudes on the team. Yeah. You know, you know when I can. That's something I want to talk about too. Just that having that free time in between games and just during the season, because it seems like y'all are constantly back and forth on the road, back home, just not really having that much time in between. Like. In between games, uh, how do you really just? You, I mean, it just depends. Um, you know, sometimes you know, I feel like everything's just moving fast pace, and other times, you know, you seem like, damn, we just got so much downtime. But like on the road, I take my Xbox with me. You know, I just got a little. I'm getting into photography. I got a little Canon. Oh, nice. I've been trying to take pictures with. I'm trying to get nice with. Um, yeah. I'm just trying to just do different stuff. You know, just to keep my mind active. You know, got my little series I watch and just you know, stay low key. Okay. Are there any uh, is there what songs are you listening to right now to to get yourself into the game to get you hyped? It's been weird. I've been like these last few weeks. I've been listening to music before gangs. I I kept forgetting my headphones. Mm-hmm. So I ain't really been listening to music before the games. But you know I I still listen to Hendrix when I like I hear I listen to that before every game. Shout out to Future. Yep. I got like got some chill vibes before the game. I can't <laughs> be too hyped the whole time. I got to chill for a little bit. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. So we ain't going to hold you for too long, but I do want to ask you this. For anybody that's listening out there right now, and they're they watching you every night and seeing you made it, you know, like they're like, damn, I want to get to that level. What would be any kind of advice or knowledge that you would give to them? Man, shoot for the, shoot for the stars. I mean, anything is possible. Uh, I mean, don't let anybody try to put a limit and say you can't do this, can't do that, man. If you really believe in something and you have a passion to do it, 
there's nobody should should be able to tell you that you can't pursue that goal. And, you know, sometimes it doesn't always work out, but if you give it your all and do everything you're supposed to do every day, I mean, you just got to be able to live with that. And, you know, good things usually do come from that. Awesome, awesome. I I know that people can absolutely catch you on TV, but how can people follow you, uh, keep up with you via social media? Hey, follow me on Instagram, that's underscore G underscore. Uh, Twitter, the same thing, I think. Yeah, Twitter, same Twitter. Okay. That's G. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, you know. You know, hopefully y'all could, uh, y'all like what I post. You know, I post every now and then, you feel me? It's going to be nice and positive and uh, non-problematic. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know, just keep it simple. Keep it chill, you know. Show the drip, you know what I'm saying? Hey, A little what? drip, you know. Splash on them. But shit, man, we appreciate you. We appreciate what the Nuggets are doing. We look forward to seeing y'all in the playoffs, man. And uh, let's make some noise for my man Gary Harris one more time. Yes, sir. Hey. All right, sir. Um... <laughs> 911. What's your emergency? Yeah, somebody's just broke into my house. Okay, we'll get a unit over shortly. Okay, please hurry. Real quick, can you verify your race for us? I'm black. Actually, no, I'm. I'm sorry, I'm white. I'm. I'm full white. Okay, can you answer a few questions just to confirm? Okay. Okay, how do you feel about Black Lives Matter? All lives matter. Nice. Did OJ do it? Yeah, he did it. Okay, who's the best boxer in the United States? Jake Paul. King of R&B. Justin Bieber. Okay, last question. Say ask. <clears throat> X. Oh, fuck. No, hey. Shouts to Gary Harris, man. It feels good to be a proud, like an open Nuggets fan again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, man. niggas been fans, but, it, like, I can openly say I'm a Nuggets fan. It was rough, man. It was, it's was it been a rough Niggas was all decade. converting to Golden State. Like, hey, it, we good with the Nuggets till the playoffs. Now I'm really rocking with the Nuggets. We looking good out there. Oh, Shouts to Gary. Oh, we got producer Julius with us. Hey. What's up, bro? How you feel? Man, that was dope. Yeah? Yeah, life is dope. Word. Uh, yeah, shit's dope. That's how I feel. He ain't fucking with Duke. Nah, man. He, you heard him respect Zion like that, but Tom Izzo a beast, though. He coached by Tom Izzo. Yeah. That's why we. That's why we balling, man. We got some ballers. Nah, on y'all niggas got cheat codes. I don't know what's going on at Duke. They drinking that heart shaped herb or some shit. Yo. Got a monster, man. That's, <laughs> that y'all thought not, that shit was fake. Huh? Not natural. But it's cool though because I'm always, you know, I'm always looking to see like you know who's going to be the next NBA star because there, there's not too many. Yeah. E- even though there, there's a lot of players that uh, who are great, but you know there's there's those that, that breakout player like right. that LeBron or that Kobe or the you know Michael. That's. I think we're in an interesting little area right now in sports and just in general. Like we're in that transitional period, even with music, where it's like the stars are like fading out. And I don't want to say it like that, yeah. but you see, like, right. you know, like, Wade is retiring, Dirk's finally out of here, like, all that whole class, shit, Melo's basically homeless. <laughs> like, <laughs> relax. I'm just saying, niggas is out of here, so. <laughs> Melo, if you to, ever want to be on the show, you yeah, know, yeah, shouts to, uh, to Hoodie Melo, man. But uh, that's my guy. I hate it had to be him. But we we watching this new wave come in. I think the Nuggets is in right in line to be like, them niggas, man. Oh, yeah, are we ready? Yeah, yeah, but we still got one on the bench waiting to come off. And then you got Zion about to go to New York. Does that even matter? Like, or is it going to be a real good player on a trash team? We we have to see. (laughs) We're going to have to see what it's looking like because if if KD goes to the Knicks, KD's going to the Knicks. 
I believe that so? wholeheartedly. That's, I believe he's going to the Knicks. That's going to be a sick squad. I know LeBron mm. was was mm. tanking for Zion, but <laughs> yeah. I don't see that happening. I mean, I mean the goat LeBron though. All he got, you just make a call. Shouts right? to LeBron, man. Like one day, not right now, but one day we're gonna have a conversation about. No, we're not. Never mind. I'm gonna save this. Okay. Oh, that sounds real I'm gonna problematic. Say, I'll, no, yeah, because I don't want to tie this in with the same episode with Gary. Because <laughs> it's gonna fall back on Gary. Okay, and that's not a good look. So we're gonna save it till next episode. All right. Just remind me. <laughs> then in that case, let's see what what else is going on. So we, we talked about us. We can go back to the Cardi conversation because I've been intentionally not trying to speak on it on social media. Oh man, but I do have thoughts about it. Um, what do what do you think? Well, for those who haven't, um, who have been living under a rock, uh, so a, a video had recently surfaced uh, from Cardi B's IG Live where she was talking about, you know, the, the things that she had to do to survive mm. and, you know, just just her, you know, just struggling her way to the top. And one of the things that she said was, you know, she was, you know, sleep, sleeping with dudes. Uh, you know, even saying like she had to like drug dudes and, and rob them and, and things like that, mm-hmm. and and it's 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 getting legs now, it's, it's picking up steam. So, here's how I feel. There's, I got like mental bullet points about this whole thing because I've typed it out and deleted it plenty of times because yep. I didn't want to argue with the hair wraps on Facebook. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but check it out. <clears throat> First of all, I have an issue with when. The streets go mainstream. Right. And this is what I mean. Cardi B built her reputation off being ratchet. Right. Even before loving hip hop, like she was stripping, she got straight up hard ass mixtapes talking about the shit that we're criticizing her for right now. Her mixtape series is called Gangsta Bitch Music. Like niggas would say, Cardi B makes music for. For, for hoes that rob niggas. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, her lyrics would straight say, you know, fuck them, then I get some money. Like, bro, true. what did we think she was talking about? Like, we live in this whole keep the same energy, blah, 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 keep it real. We want you to be what you are in your music. We want you to be who you are, blah, blah, blah. That's the same reason we love Cardi B. Now, I'm going to get to the whole actual, what she actually did. That's a whole other topic. But the... The thing I hate the most about council culture is we will counsel somebody for the same shit that we built them up for in the first place. It's, yeah, it's pretty inconsistent. Um, and, and also, it, it just seems like there's no there's no rhyme or reason as to why someone why one person is canceled and another one isn't. Right. It just it just seems to be based on being able to how you can spin it. Exactly. And like and with Cardi's situation, Cardi didn't get exposed. It's right. not like dude came out and was like, oh, yo, Cardi did this to me. And that's and that's her video resurfaced. And that's the other yeah. thing, you not, know. And not not to cut you off, but that's yeah. the other thing. There's not a there's no victim. Yeah, as of right now. Right. And I mean, I won't. I wouldn't say there's no victim. Well, there there has not been a victim who has come forward. Right. And so that's the thing. And that goes back to my streets becoming mainstream thing. When you're in the sex work industry, these things happen. You know what I mean? Like yeah. <laughs> these things happen. Mm. There's there's. Jack boys, there's, you know what I mean? Like, these things happen. You get set up. Niggas know not to go to certain areas or get place themselves in situ- certain situations. Right. Because these things will happen. Cardi happened to be one of them people. So, is it right or wrong? Like I said, that's a whole other topic. But I'm talking about right. specifically with the whole Council Cardi thing. And We I- knew these things. But now that she's in a position where she can be hurt by it, it's like, let's use this against her. 
But them same videos that she was posting saying all this shit is what gained her traction in the first place. Exactly. This ain't news. She didn't say this yesterday. So I'm like, why is that even news? And then people, they go to the whole, this is the second part of this argument. Okay. People go into the whole, well, if it was a man, it'd be different. Right, right. Would it really? And I'm speaking about specifically, like, Cardi's, her Cardi B and Cardi B, like, being Cardi B in the game right now. Just her persona and who she is, her level of, of fame right now. We've seen rappers, male rappers, hit that same level of fame that talk about basically the same shit. Not the drugging, right. but robbing niggas, killing niggas. We Ooh. know rappers that are locked up right now for living their lyrics, Ooh, and right. we praise that. But well, we female. Well, we've <laughs> seen what happens when, when Rick Ross had that line, and mm-hmm. you, know, you ain't even know. Said put the, put the molly in her champagne. champagne. She didn't yeah. even know it. Yep, took her yep. home and enjoyed that. She ain't know it. And to add on that though, like, cause that that's nasty. Rick like, Ross, you nasty for that. And he was he was he was out of there for that. For yeah, a he was while. wild for that. That's that's bugged out. Yeah. But on top of that though, like, crime is crime, mm-hmm. and that's kind of where I get confused with the whole council culture because it's like, all right, what are we mad about? Like, we're mad about the drugging part. We mad about the robbery? Are we mad because it was a woman and she's not being convicted? Like, what are we actually mad about? Mm-hmm. Because if we're gonna be mm-hmm. mad, all these rap niggas say and do shit that is not okay. You know right. the I mean? first one to hit a lick. That's what I'm saying. Everybody done hit a lick, boy, girl, and that white, goes back black, to street culture. Everybody. It's like, all right, now Cardi's white people Get famous, mm-hmm. so she can't do the ratchet shit that the ratchets felt like loved her for. Right. I mean, as a human, you shouldn't do these things. Period. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> yeah, right. it's wrong. Wrong is wrong. But y'all get what I'm saying. Like, what wow. are we mad at? Like, it's like I said when it first came out. I was like, all right, so if a video comes up. Jay-Z doing a drug deal in 99. We gonna cancel that nigga? Like, no, this is what him. built Jay-Z's and, career. But if enough if, if enough people want to cancel him, they could cancel him for and that. That's, that's, that's the sad part, bro. You know what this kind of remind me of, though? Y'all yeah. remember that episode of Cops where old girl got her $20 stolen when she was <laughs> nah. on the street? And the cops came up and was like, uh, what'd you give him $20 for? Crickets. <laughs> right. Uh, uh. Give twenty dollars for some crack. You know what you was doing, Ooh, and see, and because you got burnt in the game, mm-hmm. you can't get mad at the. That's the game. The game is the game. The game's always gonna be the game. The game is the game. There, that's a major part too, because for her to rob, bro, he had to been purchasing <laughs> some box. I'm just nah, saying. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. No? I'm not gonna say all that. I like, mean, what, what scenario where you just gonna get in there and just drug him up? Like sometimes you could just be kicking it with. A stripper and just be vibing, and she might just want to go home with you. How often, bro? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know about this uh, this culture, this lifestyle. I hope you don't think strippers like you. <laughs> but I'm saying, but that's what I'm saying, though. Like, if he was just, if you know, if he was a mark, mm. and yeah. and you know, she's in his ear, like, hey, you know, let's let's get out of here, right? Oh yeah, she had a target on him. That's that's what I'm saying. Is the game. So does that, that make him pray? And Does that make ate. him a victim? Am I we, supposed to we be, might be We might be walking into something different. Uh-oh. Does that make him a victim? It, it depends. It depends. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a crime. I'm not, I'm not going to speak on that part. A crime's a crime. But people got motives, and the game's a game. But you, you, know, you know what all of this is really indicative of? Indicative of uh, the fact that Please Me is really just a mediocre song. 
Like, like it's it's such a media. We really want to get to the real like <laughs> that's potatoes. like that's the real issue here. Is like it is such a mediocre song that it's a terrible it, time for this to come up where you got a mediocre song out. that that people are going back into uh, your IG live to like find shit on you. Like if you don't give us another Bodak Yellow, we're gonna bring up some old shit. Like think about like think about <laughs> it. R. Kelly was knee deep in charges. He was in the middle of a. Uh, statutory rape trial mm. and dropped ignition remix. Mm. He did that. I don't want to say nothing. And, <laughs> and we all kind of forgot. Ignition remix made that shit go away. Mm. <laughs> That's a fact. Dang. Think about it. It's like murder. She wrote. That's a fact. It's a life is dope bomb. Damn man, I was trying Dang. to stay on track. Like that, right. Like, <laughs> And that's the thing, and and it sucks to say, and it, and what does it say about our, our our society and our community that Cardi just needs just a good enough song to make all of this go our away? Attention span. I I honestly don't think this is going to catch legs, and that's why I didn't talk about it because I feel like the overall subject is a bit bigger than it being Cardi B. I mean, she's just kind of the poster child for it right now. Yeah, and then, but it's it just all falls into double standards at the end of the day when you look at everybody's arguments. It's like well. If Bill Cosby bought a bar or a dude bought a bar, then Cardi need to go to jail. First of all, I've never seen so many damn prosecutors in my life. <laughs> niggas can't wait for niggas to go to jail nowadays. Like, social, social media uh, prosecutors. Everybody want everybody get locked up nowadays. Like, if y'all don't relax, like, what the fuck's going on in your life that you can't wait for these celebrities to get locked like, up? Like, y'all know nothing about the judicial system. Right. <laughs> everybody is a cop nowadays. This is weird. <laughs> Chill. And guilty too. Yeah, niggas is snitching. Like they going through everybody's timeline. Like, no, all right, Cardi did this, so Nikki did this. Like, damn man, if y'all don't sit y'all Takashi asses down. But the double standard side of things. Mm-hmm. We know double standards exist. Guys. Yeah, they, they do. They're not going anywhere. Exactly. As a man, and I'm asking y'all as men, if you're in a situation where you are a mark, basically, and for people that do not understand that terminology, you go to a strip club. You're having a good time. You might just be a regular dude. You just walked into the strip club one night just chilling. You make, you're making it rain. You, yeah. You're being a little bit too flashy. Yeah, you just wanted to be a creep for the night. Whatever, cool. She sees you. She's like, all right, just do the square. He got some money. Boom. Molly and your drink or whatever was <laughs> her weapon of choice. Um, Y'all end up at the hotel. Your wallet is gone. Game is the game. It happens. Molly Perkins. Do, <laughs> do like, I come out like, Perkins. oh, man, I got Cardi B. I got men too. Like, what about as a man? Like, do you as a man do you feel like you need to speak up? Yeah, or you mm. just feel like, damn, I got got. And oh, and, and that's the thing. Like, mm. I think as men, we're not gonna, mm. we're not, we're not gonna admit to those things. We're not to it. We're not gonna admit to getting got in that way. That's what nah. I'm saying. So we can't be talking about the whole double standards because I'm mostly seeing that from men. It's like, yo, well, shit. If so and so got in trouble for this, then Cardi B should get in trouble. But. The victims are different. Like, a woman getting raped is way different than a nigga getting robbed. Because if I just got robbed, I might tell my homies or something. But, I'm like, that's not something I'm about to just blatantly come out and make myself a victim for. Because, for one, society going to look at me funny. Mm. And I'm going to look at myself funny because, like, damn, why even put myself in that situation? Yeah. So, that's what I'm saying. Is That's what I mean by that's is there tough, really though. a victim? <laughs> Cause that's not right, though. I mean, at the end of the day, that's the same kind of that same kind of culture that we need to get rid hate, of. I hate mm. to say cancel, but yeah, you can't be okay to be robbed and you be like, "Oh fuck, I got robbed. I'm gonna not tell nobody." 
Yeah. Like, nah, you you should tell somebody and go get your money back or <laughs> right. go find out who that was or something. <laughs> like, no. get something back. But that's a tough one, bro. So, I guess moral of the story, just make – Cardi, we need a hit. <laughs> I thought you were going to say make better decisions. <laughs> make better music, Cardi. We, we need we need a hit. Cause, get cause, in the studio quick, Cardi. Please me ain't going ain't gonna to make this stuff go away. She need another – she just need another ratchet hit. Like, that's – Let's talk about it. Okay. Oh, we got. Is there a witch hunt going on? For. For Cardi? No, no, no. When you hit a certain level of success in this industry, scandals just start raining on you. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that it's so much of a witch hunt as it is more. I think, just visibility. Mm. When, when there's more visibility, you're, you're going to have people who are happy for you, people who are excited for you, people who support you. And then, you you know, you're going to have people who hate on you, people who are going to be looking for any reason to, to tear you down. So I think the, the more popular you, you know, the right. more popular you become, the more haters you have, more more money, more problems. Hmm. As true as it was when Biggie said it. That's a good answer. And I ask that because I think 2 Chainz just became one of the latest artists to own his own masters. Mm-hmm. And I, I know something about to come out on Chains. Mm. And it's just like, that's the pattern. It's like, is the industry breeding niggas just to, like, because who posted that clip? You know what I mean? Like, who really dug into Cardi's past to bring that back up? It wasn't a fan because we already knew that shit. Yeah, the way I look at it is, like, who got the most interest to do it? And it's going to be the label because they got the most money to gain off of that scenario. Or, so or, it, could be, or it could be uh, uh, the barbs. <laughs> just a barb. <laughs> just raking your, man, oh, society is weird, bro. They Baby. I just ask that y'all please don't try to cancel us. Um, oh, we canceled. I've said mad problematic shit. I've said so. I own all of it. It was me in the moment. So when y'all play this in a couple years when I got my bag, <laughs> just know I already admitted it. I ain't drug nobody. I ain't hurt nobody. Listen, we out here. Listen, when you when you see me uh, making gospel music, <laughs> just, <laughs> just know I was a different nigga. A whole different nigga. <laughs> Yo, that's that's gonna be a great clip. <laughs> I'm saying that's gonna be the name of my campaign when I'm running for mayor. I was a different nigga. <laughs> Anything y'all bring up, I was a different nigga with the hands up emoji. Like, yep. Hey, both of me, I was a different nigga. <laughs> uh, how do we feel about uh, how do we feel about free Uzi? It's the industry being nasty again, bro. Mm. You know what I what? hate. Mm. Maybe not. Maybe I won't get into it. Baby moment. Go ahead, get in your bag, bro. I just, you know, just these these labels and these executives and these people they they try to just front like, oh he oh he can put his record out. Oh, just go put the he, listen. He can put his album out anytime we support him. Listen, no, he can't, and no, you don't. Mm. Hey, you kids, quit slamming my goddamn door. Damn. Why? Why are they? Why do they lie? Why do they spin the narrative? Like, no, y'all are in charge of of everything that these artists do. Y'all are in charge of y'all. Y'all don't give the artists much creative control. Y'all, y'all barely give any sort of backing or funding. It mm-hmm. like y'all are pulling the strings on everything, and then right. and then turn around and act like oh well, well you, can, you can put his album out now or you know he can, make, he can make his album however he wants the industry is gross man and i believe there was an artist that gave this a title michael jackson which is odd because he's one of these niggas but it's new slaves man mm. 
is new slaves. Like you're literally under contract. They own you. They own your likeness. They own your name. Prince told us this shit, man. Like, yeah. Yeah. you become a slave once you sign that paper. So, like Uzi saying, he ran into that fan, and the fan is like, "Bro, drop your album." Nick said, "I can't." <laughs> I can't imagine that. Like, That's crazy. I'm just like, yo, I can't drop last week's episode. Spotify just said, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> "No." We we see what happened with the Carter Five. Like, oh man, like, how bro, do we change? What was that? that what was that like five years? Yeah, at least. Like, I heard. What like, do we do about that culture? Like, we're talking about all this other council culture. How do we counsel the industry? Well, I mean, we, we've seen people like uh, Joe Budden talk about an, an artist union or, mm-hmm. you know, just a union for the, the creatives. So there, there has to be, because right now everyone is so scattered. Like, there's, there's, no, there's no format or, or nothing that really protects the artists. Right. At a, at a group level. Because, I mean, honestly, right now, like, a record deal, and I'm speaking as me, I don't know, maybe a rapper might feel different. Mm-hmm. A record deal doesn't even seem intriguing right now because we know how the story plays out. Yeah, and, and really you can you can make your own your, right. your own wave. Like it's so easy to get the music to the consumer now. Yeah. True. It seems like there's so many ways to make money off music without needing and I get all right, you need the marketing, you need that, but Look at Blueface, for example. Mm-hmm. You just drop this nigga a portion, a couple bags, and he like, man, shit. Yeah, I ain't. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, I ain't even read my contract. I'm just out here. Right. And it's always that young, naive artist that gets caught like that. And then you see him down the line. You look at Uzi, and it's just like, shit. I had this big wave. Everybody followed it. I made y'all all this money. Now I can't even step outside and say my name without y'all getting a check off me. But like, I think that's what they do. I think they try to find the, the most unaware or I hate to say like uneducated like person naive. at the time naive and they just don't know what they're doing they just want to get the bag they just want the car but isn't that like glamour. slavery like if you cause we're getting them from the hood you know what I mean like you get this poor little black boy ain't never had money you say here's $500,000 to him he's like oh shit this is the world not knowing that we about to make 500 million mm-hmm. <laughs> same thing NCAA doing yes NCAA is nasty there? you know what I mean the same t- get this nice uh, jumpsuit Get this little cool cafeteria. Maybe put a little funds in your pocket, but at the same time, what I'm taking home is nothing compared to what you're taking home. Mm. Do we have Do we have any good news? So the moral of all that was... <laughs> do we have any happy stuff to talk about? That right? was what the movie Us was about. <laughs> <laughs> the NCAA. <laughs> wow. The tethered people were the NCAA stay, and rappers. Stay woke. <laughs> stay woke. Jordan Peele, you are a genius. Yeah, what's going on happy, man? Society is nasty. I'm mad that we got to think so deeply of what's happy. Well, let's see. Um, Us mm. broke the box office again. Word, word, word. Wasn't Um, it like 75 million? Word. I know you hit 70 something. Yeah. It's almost election time. Is that happy? Mm. Nah. 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 We can talk about these nuggets again. Yeah. Nuggets (laughs) is like the only thing happy. (laughs) Full circle. Yeah. Full circle. Yeah, I don't want to talk about election time. Cory Booker, bruh. No, if this, we'll, we'll save that. We'll save it. Did y'all see that handshake? We'll, we'll save it. Dog, I'm not voting for no nigga that <laughs> shakes hands. That was what? the nastiest dap. We'll First, s- it was them dad jeans, bro. We'll save it. All right. Just know that nigga don't got my vote, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I am not sold. We'll see. Corey, you, right. can come, you can come sit down on the show. We'll you can kind of figure out if you can earn. You come sit on the show, vote. don't dap me like you can that. But, it I, but I heard that he did do, he did do well at the town hall. I heard that there were he had some great. He talking. that better. 
I don't care how he's what politics he's talking. <laughs> how, no how black the, man shaking my hand that awkwardly, bro. How, how the dab <laughs> Something wrong. That nigga's a tethered. <laughs> So Obama's tethered. And that was the other thing. <laughs> because you saw, like, how in the car when she was snapping. Yeah. Too much, dude. She, I ain't she seen was, it yet. Calm down. Oh, my bad. You oh, ain't seen yeah. it at all? No, what do you think? Uh, it's, it's week two. And you're supposed to go that night. <laughs> <laughs> know how this, this shit goes. It's the second weekend. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Works. My bad, listeners. Y'all yeah. continue. But anyway, it's, in, it's not too much of a spoiler. It's just in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, She's, right, like, right. snapping, like. Mm-hmm. She was snapping. She was double-timing the snap mm-hmm. on the two. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Black people don't do that. Yeah, that that was irritating. That kind of irked my ears. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah, my bad, Julius. We ain't gonna put no more out there. My bad, listeners. But I'm gonna go see it a, a few more times. I might not go see it, but my fire stick be about to be popping on that movie right? a couple more no, times. No, we're supporting. Oh, oh, he already. Oh, broke. yeah, we already saw. It. Yeah, they already killed box office. We went the first night. Yeah, let's, let's watch that shit on fire stick. Um. <laughs> so yeah, so shout outs to uh, to Black Excellence. Yeah, man. Black men don't cheat. Shout out to your local bootleg man at your local barbershop. Ah, man. How do we feel about... <laughs> Speaking of black men don't cheat, how do we feel about that video? Uh, did you see the video of when he's... Uh, I think it's like the on... on what is it? It's on uh, the Snap. On Snap? The Snap. It's oh, on yeah, Snapchat. Yeah, yeah. On, yeah, the, one of that they Snapchat have, shows. Yeah, Snapchat. They have like their original content. Yeah, yeah. And one of them is called Second Chance. Yes. Mm. Bruh, How there's you, so much wrong with that. Yeah, women, I'm gonna let you talk about yeah, it. Yeah, women are trash, first of all. Yeah. Have you seen it, Julius? <laughs> nah, nah. So basically. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Let's. Context, please. Yeah, so basically. I, I can't even really explain it. You kind of gotta watch it. This is the part where we do post production and just pull that shit up. Right. But <laughs> <laughs> look, look, at, look it up. Someone, someone's someone's retweet, uh, retweeted it or something. Ah, basically what? he sat down with his girlfriend or ex-girlfriend right? right so they're sitting down they're having a conversation just like this basically she's telling him like look i know you cheated on me like i know for a fact you cheated on me just admit it you cheated on me. oh i have seen that yeah I know what you're talking about now. he's like no I, I didn't cheat like you know black men don't cheat cheating on me yeah here we go is that how we're gonna start this off yeah that is it we haven't talked about it yet i didn't cheat on you I know that you did. How do you know this? How do you because know? The girl you cheated with, I paid her 50 bucks Clown. to hit on you. Why would you pay a girl to talk to me? That's some crazy You are giving off horrible energy, and I had a series of events leading up to that. That's what do you mean? You're, You're over giving there liking off horrible all these energy. Work. It's innocent Damn. flirting and help me get clients to... I am denying because it's not... Oh, hold up, hold up. I... Yeah, he's... Oh, shit. She's trying to shame me. We were working out. We got food, which was a prop... That's not what she told me. That's what I'm telling you. She told you. me you guys had sex. I'm telling you we didn't. So are you saying she's lying? I'm saying she's lying. Let's find out from her. Mm. Okay. All right. Here, I quick moment. Hit that mm-kay. <laughs> That's how Louis tell the truth. Okay. Even, even, you, when, even when you're lying, you, you got to Can you tell him what you told me, yeah, yeah. though? I pretty much told her. That you took me to this really fancy restaurant, and afterwards we went back to my place. Niggas with the Applebee's. And that he came on to you in the car, and you guys were kissing. Yes. Yeah, see? Oh, why would you sit here and lie? Mm. I lied because... So you weren't telling wait. the truth? I didn't think that she deserved you, so I lied. All right, that's enough, bro. They got it. They got it. So, first of all, she gave her 50 bucks. So, yeah. she paid the other chick 50 bucks to go flirt with her man just to see if that nigga will cheat. Mm-hmm. That's the old Maury. 
And then she, but, but then she lied and said that they hooked up. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, I took that 50 bucks and we smashed. Yeah, they, they both. Poor young brother out here, this young faithful brother doing his personal Black training job. King. Talk to this him. This king out here, this Nubian king, just living his life, getting his money to feed his family. Innocence. It gets set up like this. This is disgusting, this, ladies. This happens all the time to black First men. of all, 50 bucks? Nasty. 50 bucks? And then she took the 50 bucks and lied. And so who's who's worse? The girlfriend? Both. Yeah, man. This dick ain't free. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Kendrick, nigga, no. That's problematic, nigga. Um, That's problematic. That dick is free for Cardi. <laughs> but yeah. That's problematic. Um, yeah, man. Hey, I forgot you see I how women be doing us? That's nasty. My, my heart goes out to that brother right there. Yeah. I hope you find someone that deserves you. Because these hoes is rough, and, ruthless, man. Yeah, and not only that, but if he's cheating, why would you try to, why, why not just find out who he's cheating with instead of trying to create a whole new situation for him to cheat? With somebody else. Because if she was bad and the nigga cheated for real, she would have felt stupid. Because even if he was cheating, he's probably not going to cheat with her. Right. But hold up. Can we talk about something that we all glancing over? <clears throat> What's that? And this is still all love, King. That but that, that pleased me. Why it's always personal trainers? <laughs> 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 come on, fam. Yeah, we got to bring Rico back. <laughs> yeah, man. We got to come on, my man. It's like, why is always personal tra- This nigga... Yeah, well, uh, we just worked out, and then we went across the street and got some food. Come on, bro. Like what? <laughs> Le- leave that part out, my nigga. Like, <laughs> you ain't got to say that. Why? Yeah. What y'all about to go eat, man? Come on. Chipotle was closed, bro. Relax. <laughs> you should have just been like, no, I didn't cheat. It just left it at that. Because yeah. you're making personal trainers look bad out here. Yeah, man. All bad. Worse than they already do look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> personal trainers look nasty, trash. bro. <laughs> Traders be nasty, man. First of all, that career choice in general is just kind of nasty. No, it's cool. It's, it's necessary. It's necessary, but because I don't, I certainly don't have the willpower to work. I mean, to it's work cool. Out. I might get problematic with what I'm about to say, but it's cool when like then don't. A male has a male personal trainer. Okay. Okay. But when a uh, male has a female personal trainer, or vice or, versa, or a female has a male. Or, or either way, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. When you start mixing and matching, it just looks away. Especially, like, when we had Rico on here. Mm-hmm. You know Rico. Like, nigga look like Trey Songz. <laughs> like, naturally, it just kind of looks away. You know what I mean? You the know. girl doing squats in front of him. Yeah, like, bro, you got to relax. And I don't, gym. She don't need to be healthy, bro. You and better. not only that, you know, you nah. know, you probably already feeling insecure. You're trying to get in shape. So you already see this dude that's, like, in shape and, and looks decent. And, he, and he's making you feel, you know, he's making you feel good about yourself, making you feel confident. So there's that bond that's being created there. Mm, that's naturally going to test any man's, uh, I don't know. Because mm. it ain't insecurity, but naturally, like, naturally, like, come on, fam. This nigga already swallowed at me. Right. And then he working you out. And then y'all finna go eat. <laughs> like, that whole scenario should have been different. Like, he should have paid 50 bucks to make sure his girl wasn't cheating. Mm. Like, Oh, she was definitely cheating, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. In, in, anytime you, if you're going to that length. Yeah, to prove someone's cheating, you're you're probably cheating as well, and and you just you just want to justify your cheating. Yep, looking for that out, that exit plan, mm. Damn, exit man. strategy. We ain't got to do it right now, but that might be a good topic for for another episode. Is just personal trainers, mm. and when your 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 girl picks a personal trainer, like how does mm. how does that make you feel? I just had flashbacks. 
Oh shit! Never mind. Did I trigger you, bro? No, my bad. Another episode. Another episode. <laughs> anyway, the Nuggets. My tea, shit. Anyway, shout to Gary. Congre- yeah, congrats, <laughs> congrats to the Nuggets again. Super excited to be a fan. Yeah, man. Yeah, we're gonna close it on a happy note, man. Shouts to the Nuggets. Shouts to everybody out there uh, successfully getting money and living life. Shouts to Black Excellence. Shouts to the council, the council culture, like the anti-council culture. Mm. Um, shouts to the non-tethereds. You'll understand when you see the movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Dave? Is that it? Oh, uh, yeah. This episode was brought to you by uh, Mez Brands. Yeah, man. Mez Brands, go ahead and stop by your local dispensary. Mez Brands is uh, not only a... That nigga is so quiet when he starts... <laughs> <laughs> when he started doing the sponsorships, uh, yeah, Mez Brands. Like, not, bro, he just hit the Mez right before he started talking. Not only a Mez uh, Brands is uh, not only a <laughs> lifestyle brand, but it is also uh, specializes in vape and cannabis wellness. Hey, uh, you don't always have to get just just high and super smacked, but you know, find something that <laughs> find something that fits you with its uh, with its hybrid of THC and CBD. You know, tune in. Don't tune, yeah. don't tune out. But if you do want to get super smacked, super, super cash, <laughs> smoke some of that gold mess because you be high as hell. Oh, man. Hey. <laughs> Clear your schedule. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. But also, uh, lifeisdope.shop. Okay. Yeah, man. Do that. Lifeisdope.shop. You, you, you see the fancy duds that we be wearing. Mm-hmm. Summer's out. Yeah, sun's man. out. Plenty of events coming up, so Open, stay tuned for that. Opening day coming up. Let's go. Hey, if you're in Denver, come fuck with your boy. Um, April 17th, we had Temple with DJ Envy from The Breakfast Club, DJ Revolt Envy. TV, Envy. all that. And um, we're doing the Dope Day Aries event. We're going in for that. And come fuck with us. If you're Aries, use the uh, promo code Dope Day. You'll get in free. Um, if you're not an Aries and you use that promo code trying to finesse niggas, you're playing yourself because we're going to check your ID at the door. Mm. So don't be a nigga. And, <laughs> and if this is your first time listening. Well, I'm still going to be. <laughs> right. no, I'm Aries tonight, fool. You, know you just said that, listener. Somebody just said that. <laughs> if, if this is your first time listening to the Life is Dope podcast and you enjoyed what you heard, right. what you heard, shit, what you heard. <laughs> Fuck what you heard. It's what you're hearing. What you're hearing. It's what you're hearing. What you hear did it. Fuck what you heard. If you like what you heard, it's what you hear. Anyway, if you like what you heard today, uh, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. YouTube, Spotify, iTunes. Run up that IGTV. Absolutely. uh, iHeartRadio app. Yeah. And if you're still listening right now while we're doing all this promo, you're a real one. That's right. My niggas. It's like staying to the end of the the outro right here. Yeah. You staying to the end of the outro. To the bonus track. This is the last call. Yeah, Yeah, this this is like the the Marvel movies. You know, you got the Easter egg at the end. Yeah. Like the the second credits. Yeah. I'll say it for a different episode. We're going to talk about these superhero movies because I'm done with them. Oh, yeah. That's a whole other episode. What's what's that one? Hold up, nigga. That's a whole other episode. I just just saw the preview (laughs) for one. Shazam. Uh, Shazam is boo-boo. No, Shazam's going to be. Chicano. Oh yeah! Write all this down. We're gonna have a whole hey, superhero. Stay episode. tuned, listeners. Listen, Shaz- Shazam's gonna be dope. Endgame's uh, coming man, up. St- Brightburn. Brightbone. Brightburn looks. Oh, I said Brightbone. That's Brightbone. not like a stripper. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be dope. Uh, yeah, man. We're gonna talk about it because we're gonna have to do a whole deep dive on Endgame. Oh, yeah, man. I'm ready. Work. It's Life is Old Podcast. I'm Graffiti, and once again, I'm Davey. Skirt. We out.
This is Sarah Hubbard, host of You and Me Kid, a podcast about starting and raising a family on your own. We just launched season two, and I'm speaking with single moms, those still considering, and experts in relevant fields to give you a real sense of what the day-to-day experience of solo parenting looks and feels like. Plus, this season, I've partnered with California Cryobank, the number one sperm bank in the U.S. So wherever you are in the process, this podcast provides some support, humor, and helpful information. Listen to You and Me Kid wherever you get your podcasts.